Welcome to another episode of Do Loss. I'm Levi Bimba, and on today's show, we're going to talk about the angels of light. So the times that we are living in can be very, uh, very scary. We are living in a time where a war has broken out in Eastern Europe between Russia and Ukraine. Russia has invaded Ukraine as in, and is currently assaulting the country and wanting to take it over at the behest of Vladimir Putin, who wants to reinstate some or rectify some historical wrong of Ukraine becoming becoming its own country. And there are Ukrainian you know, separatists in the country that are wanting to join back with Russia. So it's created a lot of chaos and confusion, a lot of hurt, a lot of death, a lot of displacement. And there's a lot of chaos going on. And the whole world really is affected, as you've seen stock markets go up and go down over the past several weeks. Um, war creates this kind of chaos, and it's meant to create death and destruction and all kinds of uh, terrible things that we see. But I think in the midst of a war like this, what we tend to forget is that there is a war that has been constantly going on since the beginning of time. There has been a war between God and the devil, a war between the children of light and the children of darkness, the children of the, the serpent and the children of, of Eve. And we see that going on constantly in, in, in the world. And those a lot, a lot, at a lot of times, it's subtle, subtle, a subtle war that's uh, taking place. And so we, what we have to remember is that this war is far more impactful, far more uh, reaching in its extent, far more uh, deadly and, uh, and dangerous to all of us who are involved because this war involves you and me. You are, uh, you are in this war whether you realize it or not. And one of the worst things that could happen is that you, you're in a war and you don't even realize what is happening to you as you are being killed and slowly killed to, to, to ultimate death. And so we have to remember that there, this war that is going on is really, there's only two sides in this war. There's the war between God and Satan. And you're either on God's side through Christ Jesus or you're on the side of the devil. And you are his child, the Bible says. And Jesus, in John eight thirty four he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin or the, the slave of sin. The Greek word for servant there is doulos, which is what this show is named after. Uh, doulos meaning slave or servant and, and that means that you are so Jesus is saying here that if you commit sin you are the doulos of sin the slave of sin and later on in the same chapter in John eight forty four, Jesus says ye are of your father the devil and the lust of your father ye will do he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him when he speaketh a lie he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it and then he continues and says, and because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. So that's where we are regarding this supernatural war that is going on between these two groups of people. There's only two kinds of people in the world. There's only one race that's human, but two families. And that those families are the family of God and the family of the devil. And so what we see is that the devil will use deception. He'll use lies. He'll come appear as an angel of light, as we'll cover a little bit later to try to deceive people into evil, deceive people into destructive behavior, deceive people into warring against God and against his law and against his truth. And so what we have to realize is that the, the Satan will attack anybody who is vulnerable. And the most vulnerable people out there are children, especially children in the womb, which is why we see people literally fighting and dying to kill them and to preserve their right to kill their babies who are willing to go I think to battle even to 
preserve the right to kill babies in the womb. And that's part of those who are of the children of the devil who are for wanting to slaughter children in the womb. But it, it, it doesn't stop there because obviously there are still children born every single day. I think every two seconds a child is, is born into the world or some, some crazy you know astronomical number like that. Children are being born constantly, all the time. So Satan is constantly at, at war against these people wanting to kill them and to deceive them into, into, into evil doctrine and evil teaching. And we see that going on now in the public school system where children are now being attacked through uh, the teaching of morality, teaching of, of destructive behavior of sin and tra- treating it as if this is a good thing to do, a good thing to behave, a, w- a way of life that is acceptable before God. This is why that we have to remember as, as Christians that there's no such thing as a neutral education. You can't send your child to a school thinking that they're only going to be taught things that you deem necessary or right as Christians. They're either going to be taught doctrine that is evil or doctrine that is good. There's no neutral ground in this area. Education is, I think, one of the most important aspects of of, of having a child who grows up to become a Christian. Not that we are sovereign over that. Obviously, God chooses who to, whom to save. But I think those who are who are taught more of biblical truth and taught more of, of, of God's law have a greater exposure to the truth of God and have a greater exposure to that restraint of the Holy Spirit within them to keep them from falling and going down the path of sin to a destructive end. So we see that children in the public school now are suffering under the tutelage of teachers who ought to be teaching them, teaching them the truth, teaching them the law of God, teaching them what is right, what is good, what is holy. But these teachers themselves are of the children of the devil, and they are going to continue to assault the, the minds and hearts of young children and to recruit them into the army of Satan. So an article came out that talked about this. And I want to, before, before I get to the article, let me back and talk about another passage of scripture that talks about this spiritual battle going on in Ephesians 6, 10 through 16. Paul writes to the Ephesians and says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And he tells us, how, how, we, how are we to be strong in the Lord? He says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. So Paul is making the point that you need the entire armor of God, because the devil will seek any weak point to attack you with. So we need to be vigilant and make sure that our children that are growing up in the world that that is today, that is seemingly just going down faster and faster, that they are taught the law of God, which is why it's important to be a part of a local church where the law of God is taught, where the Bible is preached, where the gospel is preached, so that your child gets exposed to the evils of of the devil and gets exposed to the light of of the law of God. And so, so Paul continues and says, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, this is this is the this is the foundational thing that every every one of us needs is we need the truth. We need to know what the truth is so that we can know what error is so that we can know what sin is and what is not right. And that's why we need the object, the objective standard of the law of God. So Paul says, stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shy with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So the devil is constantly attacking what is right, what is good, what is holy, what is just, and seeking to pervert. And he doesn't always do this overtly, which is why the Bible reminds us constantly of false prophets. Beware of false prophets. Beware of 
of false teachers because they are private, privately coming in and introducing damnable heresies that seek to corrupt the body of Christ in the world. That's what false prophets do. They're not they're not always obvious, which is what a good battle strategist does. They don't always make their make their battle plans known and, and obvious, especially when you're dealing with somebody like the devil. He's not out there trying to obviously destroy and make things easy for you to find out. He he's going to do it in a way that is subtle, that is surreptitious, that is that is uh, clandestine and doesn't allow you to be able to obviously see what is going on, which is why we need to make sure that our backs, our fronts, our tops, our bottom, everything is covered and prepared for this battle that we are in. So this is, and this article will allow you to realize why you need to be equipped and understand what is going on in the world and how we can prevent and protect ourselves against the wiles of the devil who, are, who is still in the world and, and actively using whatever media he can use, whether that's teachers, whether that's social media, whether that's movies, music, anything that he can use to corrupt, he will use it to corrupt because his his goal is to bring as many people to hell with him as possible. That is the goal of the devil. And he will stop at nothing until God puts an end to it as part of his sovereign decree. So in the Epic Times, this article came out. It says leaked audio reveals how California teachers recruit kids into LGBTQ clubs. So it's, it's, it starts by saying a leaked audio recording reveals two teachers at a recent California Teachers Association Conference mocking parents over their concerns about homosexual and transgender indoctrination at school, says a source who attended the event in Palm Springs, California. The recording obtained by the Epic Times captured two seventh grade teachers employed by Buena Vista Middle School in Salinas, California, telling other teachers how to recruit students into LGBTQ clubs, also known as gay straight alliance clubs, at school. It was horrifying to listen to not just one teacher, but really all of the teachers in all of these seminars, excoriating parents, said the source, who goes by the pseudonym Rebecca Murphy. Murphy attended the teachers' union conference in late October. She told the Epic Times the teachers mocked parents for their concerns and suggested they know better than parents about what's best for their children. So this is this uh, this teacher's account of finding out what was going on at this uh, conference that was trying to put a wedge between parents and their children. And we have to remember that God told us what the responsibility of parents is. And that is in Deuteronomy 6, where he says, uh, in verse 4, where it starts, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. So God is telling them, uh, particularly the parents, that it is your duty, it is your job to teach my words, my law, my truth to your children diligently. When you're sitting down, when you're walking in the way, when you're rising up at all points of life, and in any junction of life, you don't just have a devotion, then you leave the Bible uh, out of your conversation with your children for the rest of the week. You're supposed to incorporate the teaching of the word of God with your children and anything that you're doing when you're driving in the car, when you're at the supermarket, when you're at the park, when you're watching a, a movie or a TV show or, or a, a, a sports game on TV, whatever you're doing, you should try to be incorporating the law of God into the life of your children. That is a command from God because the devil is seeking to attack your children and us in any area that we that he has exposure to. 
So this article talking about how teachers are wanting to put a wedge between parents and their children. They are. This is exactly what the devil would, would do. He's going to put a wedge between parents and the children that they ought to be teaching and guiding in the law of God so that they can corrupt them and bring them more over to their side in regards to indoctrinating them into what is uh, what is evil. So the article continues by Murphy being quoted as saying they laughed at the parents. The, the sold out CTA conference billed as the 2021 LGBTQ plus issues conference beyond the binary identity and imagining possibilities was held October 29th to, to October 31st. So as you can see, just in the title itself, beyond the binary, what does that tell you? The binary obviously is male and female, which is what God instituted in Genesis one, uh, where he created man and woman. He said, I made them male and female in my image. That is what God set down. So what every time. Whatever God sets down, the devil will try to overturn. And this is exactly just in the title of the conference. Uh, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to overturn what God has created, male and female, and the different roles that God has created within society, within marriage, within parenting. They are trying to overturn and completely obliterate because that is what the devil seeks to do. So the article continues and it says the CTA has hosted similar sexual orientation and gender identity professional development training for at least the last two years, according to an event notice posted on the United Teachers of Los Angeles website, which asks teachers, do you have the courage to create a safe environment that fosters bravery to explore sexual orientation, gender identity and expression? You see, this is how they're, they're training teachers to train children to completely reject what God has laid down as male and female and embracing those roles and those the sexual genitalia that God has given you to procreate and to create another another version of you with a woman or with a man to bring them into the world to also teach them the law of God. But they're trying to completely obliterate that and say that you need to teach children and create an environment where they can explore themselves sexually. Now, this is for sixth graders. This is not high schoolers even. This is people who are middle school, so about 12, 13, 14 years old. They're telling these children and wanting to, to completely just corrupt their thinking when it comes to gender uh, gender roles and gender identity. So the article continues and it says, however, according to Murphy, the conference in Palm Springs appeared to include teachers showing other teachers how to undermine the authority of parents and school administrators and conceal activities related to gender inclusion and sexual orientation from them. So this is part of the strategy. We're not going to tell you what we're doing in the school. Our goal is to teach your children and to corrupt them into uh, sexual perversion, but we're gonna do it in a way that is secret, that is clandestine, where you don't know what's happening. Teachers at the conference also suggested that parents who, refu who refuse to call their child by pronouns of the child's choosing should be arrested and charged with child abuse. Now, that, see, see, you see what's happening here? Child abuse used to be parents who are beating their children up, sexually abusing them. Um, uh, now, the devil strategy is to take away that kind of abuse uh, and, lab and that labeled abuse, that defined abuse of violence or sexual violence against children to where just telling your child the truth is now child abuse. Telling your child, the child, you know what, your God made you a boy, you need to act like a boy, you need to do things like a boy, and I'm gonna train you to be a man. Uh, and uh, if you're a girl, God gave you the, the parts of a girl, the genitalia of a girl, so I'm gonna train you how to be a woman, how to be feminine. These things that we ought to be training our children to do, these people are seeking to completely overturn that and corrupt it on purpose for the sake of wanting to uh, gain more sexual, sexual immorality ambassadors, really, is what they're trying to do. 
So it continues and it says the three classes Murphy attended were designed to recruit middle school students to these gay straight alliance clubs, she said. She's quoted again as saying the overarching theme of the classes that I attended were California teachers instructing other teachers on how to sneak in the LGBTQ's curriculum in a manner that does not alert parents. This is why parents, if you're a parent, I'm recently a parent, so we have to be alert on what the devil is trying to do through the programming, through through books, through media, everything that our children children are exposed to. We need to be alert, on the alert and find out what is it about? What are they trying to uh, infuse, you know, secretly into our children. Uh, continues, it says the two teachers from Buena Vista Middle School led a workshop called How We Run a GSA in Conservative Communities. And they, they described the obstacles they face as activist teachers in concealing the activities of these clubs from parents. Now, again, the term activist teachers, I think, is a misnomer because if you are not a child of God, if you have not repented and put your trust in Jesus Christ, if you have not uh, come to, to the realization that you are a wretched sinner in need of the grace of God in need of escape from the divine wrath of God against your sin Then you are you're an activist for the devil regardless of whether you realize it or not You are an activist for the kingdom of darkness so, and it, The article continues it says in the audio clip one teacher advised other teachers who led LGBTQ clubs to maintain an air of plausible deniability so they can play dumb if they are questioned by parents. So listen to this. This is a strategy. This is what uh, one of these teachers was quoted as saying. Uh, she says, because we are not official and we have no club rosters, we keep no records. In fact, sometimes we don't really want to keep records because if parents get upset that their kids are coming, we're like, hey, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they came. You know, we would never want a kid to get in trouble for attending if their parents are upset. So they're purposely not keeping documentation on these clubs. They're purposely not keeping rosters so that they can just say, hey, we have no idea if your kid showed up. We, we really don't know what you're talking about. So th this is part of the strategy. This is part of indoctrinating children in a way that is concealed from parents, of ones who should be, again, teaching children the law of God and teaching them truth. The other teacher on the recording backed up the first teacher, suggesting activist teachers disguise the nature of gay straight alliance clubs by calling them something less obvious. She provided an example of this deception, pointing out she avoided naming her LGBT club, LGBTQ club a GSA. So instead of calling it a, a gay straight alliance club, she called it the Equity Club and later changed the name to the UBU Club. So this is this is part of the strategy, changing the language, changing the words so that you are not caught off guard. And the example that comes to mind is like, instead of saying that somebody's fornicating or committing adultery, oh, they're just having an affair. You know, it sounds more, more lightened. Or instead of the term or the phrase that you are actually killing or murdering babies in the womb, we're just call it an abortion because abortion sounds more palatable to the ear. And this is part of the strategy. It's part of to, to jam you with rhetoric that doesn't sound or doesn't, that doesn't turn you off at the outset. It's to kind of make it acceptable. Uh, to your ears. Teachers can, uh, the article continues by saying the teachers bragged about spying on students' online searches and activity as well as eavesdropping on their conversations to identify and recruit sixth grade students into these LGBTQ clubs whose membership roles are kept hidden from parents. We totally stalked what they were doing on Google, one of the teachers said. So this is part of the strategy. We're going to kind of listen to what your children are talk about, talking about. So one of them is, sounds like they might be one of the, one of, uh, the better people that to, to accept the, the, the sexual indoctrination that we, want to, that we want to put out there. Then we're going to try to recruit them, again, secretly by not telling you, the parent, into this club. And this is part of the strategy. The devil is going to do things that are, that are deceptive. Jesus, remember what Jesus said. He is the father of lies. So he's a master of deception. 
he will come as an angel of light. And again, we'll cover that in just uh, a second here. So the article continues and says that the teachers are, are we also uh, the teachers are saying we also cover religious differences, race, cultural backgrounds, family status, poverty, everything that is listed in the parents' rights handbook, said one of the teachers. However, when the kids went home and talked to their parents about the presentation, the parents complained about the LGBTQ content. One of the teachers suggested a different strategy to avoid resistance from parents. So one of the strategies that they're going to do, uh, the article says, is that we're going to have the sixth graders go through this go through this curricula first so that they won't have to worry about these kinds of responses uh, from parents later on in the year. Uh, another teacher ridiculed a parent who complained that she hadn't been planned on a conversation about sexual orientation and gender identity issues with her middle schooler, but was pushed into it by the school. And again, this is why parents need to take the responsibility, need to take the, the forefront in having these kinds of conversations with the parents uh, with their children because children need to be taught what is right and what is true and what is good uh, according, to, according to God's law regarding sexuality because God, again God is the one who invented sexuality and sexuality is not something that the devil invented this is something that God made for the enjoyment of a man and his wife to engage in, in marriage and to bring children into the world so really it's one of those things that it's just uh, it's a huge blessing from god one is pleasurable and the other it brings uh, children into, into the world that you're able to teach and love and guide and hopefully uh, bring them to christ yourself as a parent so these these strategies are being used to completely uh, uh put a wedge between parents and their children and to do it in a way that the parents don't even know that a wedge is being placed between them and their children until it's too late until the children are coming home and lecturing you that you're not inclusive enough, you're not loving enough, you're not accepting of different people enough, and now you, are, now you, the parent, are evil, and I don't want anything to do with you. And this is what is taking place in many homes around, around the country because of this secret strategy that the devil is using for the sake of corrupting children and bringing them into, into his kingdom and away from the truth of God. And this is what Paul had in mind when he wrote about this, uh, in 2 Corinthians 11, when he himself was dealing with false teachers in the church, false apostles, um, false brethren that had, had, a, had been attacking him and slandering him. But Paul said this shouldn't be surprising. So in 2 Corinthians 11, verses 14 to 15, Paul says, uh, oh, let me back up to verse 13. It says, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, which is what these teachers are. These, these teachers are deceitful workers in the school system, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no, marvel, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So Paul is saying here, this shouldn't be a surprise. Satan himself will transform himself into an angel of light to deceive, to bring false doctrine, not only into the church, but into any avenue that he can, that he can use to corrupt students and to corrupt children that are listening to people in authority, namely teachers in this, in this circumstance. He continues in verse 15, he says, Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose, whose end shall be according to their works. So Paul is saying that if Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light, it shouldn't be a surprise the people that work for him, the people that are in his family, are also transformed into angels of light. And this is what these teachers are. They're not, they're not coming across as, they don't think they're doing anything necessarily evil. They're, they're actually, they actually think they're on the side of good. They're on the side of being nice and accepting and, and doing what is right. It's just these crazy, evil, conservative parents that are in the way of indoctrinating our children, indoctrinating their children into what is good. But the fact of the matter is that these people are deceitful workers wanting to do 
and uh, uh, wanting to do what is evil in the eyes of God and masquerading as if this is something good, this is something what the, this is what the children need. And this is why we have to be on guard against these angels of light. And not every deception is going to be obvious. That's, what, that's the whole point of deception. That's the whole point of the devil being a, a liar, that he's not going to make things as easy as to point out. He's not going to say, hey, here, look, I'm the devil. You know, come attack me. I'm trying to I'm trying to spread false doctrine. I'm trying to indoctrinate your children into uh, sexual immorality. Uh, this is not something that the devil is going to do. He's going to do it in a way that you won't even notice until, you know, God forbid, it's too late for your child or it's too late for a friend or, uh, or a loved one. This is why uh, you know, preaching the gospel and, and, and teaching the law of God and, and having a biblical mindset and a, and a biblical lifestyle is so important into uh, defending yourself against the, the attacks of the devil. This is why we need the whole armor of God, not just some of it. And all of that armor of God is built around the being people, men and women of the truth. And the only way we can know the truth is to know the word of God. Jesus is the one who said, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is true. So the only way we can be sanctified, the only way we can de determine truth from error is by knowing the truth, which is the word of God that God has revealed to us. So I pray that this encourages you to open your Bibles, to open your eyes and to not be so easily deceived into what Satan has uh, and, and, and is propagating in the world. We have to remember that if the world and one of the things I think that is helpful is that is the whole of you, if you see the, the greater society or a majority of people constantly pushing forth an, an idea, a product. Uh, some form of uh, entertainment or anything out there that the world is pushing so heavily as Christians, we ought to, we ought to question it and say, okay, why is the world pushing this issue so much? Why do they care so much about me accepting this form of thinking of this behavior or this product, whatever it is as Christians, we should be willing to have a critical eye and a critical thought process to what is going on. Why is the world pushing this so much? I mean, the Bible says that we should test everything. We should uh, we shouldn't uh, we should remember that there are many false prophets that have gone into the world. We should hold fast to that which is good and reject that which is evil. This is a war. This is a battle day by day, moment by moment. This battle will not stop until you die. Uh, so you have to be on the you have to be on the alert at all times and in all places, no matter what you do. We should never take our foot off the gas. We should never relax and come to that place of. To the point where, well, now I, 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 need, I, I can rest from the battle because the devil's not looking out. He's not looking for me anymore. He's looking for somebody else. The devil has minions. He has demons working for him all over the world. He doesn't need to be in every place at once. But his strategy is unified that they are coming after the truth. Anything that is good, anything that is right, anything that is holy, they will seek to tear it down and completely obliterate it. Which is why we need to be on the defense and on the attack with the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the law of God to our children in our homes and by God's grace and by God's blessing, we know God is going to win in the end. He's God. He has ordained all things. He has ordained the end from the beginning. So everything that we're going through right now, this is part of God's sovereign decree. But our job is to work out our salvation. Our job is to make sure that we are striving for truth, striving for righteousness, striving for holiness and through the power of God. And we will be successful because Jesus has already won. He's already done it through the death through his death on the cross and his resurrection, he is ruling and reigning right now. And he will see to it that justice is done, whether you die in your sin and go to hell or whether that justice has been performed at the cross that he himself died on to absorb the wrath that was aimed at you and me. So if you will repent and trust in him for salvation, you will escape. 
being in and being a part of the devil's army and you will have victory over all of his attacks in the end because Christ has already won the victory for you and for me. So I hope this helps you. And until next time, I will see you on the next episode of New Loss.